Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 2 of my monthly uh, podcast, Studio Talks, where we talk about camera stuff, uh, video stuff, and coffee stuff, because i that's another passion of mine, I guess. Today's coffee I'm drinking is Caribou Daybreak. It's a light roast coffee. It's probably my favorite coffee to brew, brew at home right now. Uh, one reason why I like it is because I'm from Minnesota and it used to be a Minnesota company, but I still I still love their coffee. Uh, so yeah, that's what I'm drinking. If you guys have any suggestions for coffees I should try, I'll leave them. Leave a comment down below in the comments, or if you're listening to this uh, podcast, you can send me an email. My email address should be on my website. If not, I will put it on the website. Uh, or you can find me on I'm not really on Instagram, but you can find me on Flickr. I'm back on Flickr, so if you have a Flickr account, you can find me there. I should by the time you see or hear this, I will have a submit button question air i don't know something so if you have a comment about something about this podcast or if you just want to give me a coffee recommendation which i'm hoping that would be more of not a not a comment about how you like or dislike the podcast but just give me a recommendation for a, a coffee so today on the podcast i want to talk about a couple things google photos um the new apple m1 devices that have come out so first google photos uh if you don't know what Google Photos is, it's currently a free service where you can upload pictures and videos, unlimited pictures and videos up to Google's cloud um, servers. Then you can access them through the web, through your, an app on your phone, you know, however. And it's a really great service. However, it's changing, so it's not going to be free like to just up, uh, upload unlimited amounts of data. They will be there is going to be like a tiered uh plan so you have to pay for it however i i still think well first of all i should say i have a history with google photos i have been a google photos advocate not that they know who i am or anything like that but anytime someone asks me what's a good service to back up my picture or video i always tell them google photos because a it was free but it was really good because you could upload them there and it's going to do one of two things, right? A, you're gonna have a backup, and B, you're gonna have an offsite backup. So if something happens to your phone, camera, computer, anything, right? You at least have those pictures that you can re-download or have access to them on a different device. So that was the main reason why I chose Google Photos. Even if you, you know, iPhone, Android, Mac, PC, whatever, I would always say use Google Photos first. And <clears throat> Now that they're now that they're going to a paid service, I still recommend Google Photos. I think it is a it's a really good, it's still a really good option. Now you have until um, spring of twenty twenty one to you know you can still upload pictures. So if you haven't done that, you know over this holiday breaks, you know start uploading all your pictures to Google. Not all. You should upload pictures to Google Photos. And the way that I always tell people is, however you organize your pictures, right? Find your favorite pictures from whenever, like different time periods. I'd usually do it yearly. You could do it yearly, monthly, however. Find those favorite pictures and upload them to Google Photos. If you have a lot of pictures, if you don't have too many pictures, you might as well just upload everything to Google Photos. On your phones, uh, iPhone or Android, you, there's Google Photos as an app and you can upload them there too. 
And what's nice is once they're up there, they're going to, you know, Google, it is, it is Google. So they will use your pictures to, you know, learn algorithms and stuff, but they're not, I, I trust Google with my pictures and with my data. So I'm coming at it from, I trust them. They haven't done anything to lose my trust yet, but I've been really happy with, you know, putting them up there. You can do facial recognition if you want to. If you don't want to, you don't have to. But what's really cool is they will remind you, like, on this day, here's what was going on. So it's kind of like Apple pho- Apple Photos where they do that. Google Photos has been doing that for years. And so it's a really it's a really good service if, at the very minimum, it's, you know, get your pictures off your phone, your camera, your uh, computer, wherever. Back them up off-site it's a really good free place and again it's still free right now so you can upload all the pictures all the videos that you have and have at it now they will down resolute your pictures and videos but it's nothing noticeable and again if it's a backup like a copy then if something happens and that's your final copy you're still going to be fine however again like i said they will be changing it so it won't be free um it won't be free. It will be free up until the spring of 2021, and then you'll have to pay one of their paid services. I currently already pay for, I don't know, I pay ten dollars a month for storage. So it's, you know, I I think backing up is something I could do a whole video topic. Maybe I'll do a video about that. But um, if any, like to me, bare minimum, you should have Google. If you like Google, have Google Photos so you can back up all your pictures and videos that way. And again, it's free. Um, maybe I even do a, a Google Photos video. I, you know, it's funny. I've been, I've been working on at, on and off for four and a half years, literally four and a half years of a like comprehensive guide to Google Photos because you see like bits and pieces here and there, but there's nothing really like all put together. And so that's something I've been thinking about. Maybe if you guys are interested, let me know down in the comments or, you know, shoot me a line someplace uh, if you're interested in a topic like that or a video like that a more instructional video of how to use a piece of software i was also thinking about doing that with lightroom um, i use lightroom i've been using lightroom since i don't know lightroom one i believe yeah i've been with them since the beginning and i absolutely love it i think if you're new to lightroom it can be overwhelming but I would love, you know, if you guys are interested, I, w- I could put together a little video showing you how I use it and some of the best practices I think you could use, uh, you should do when setting up a new uh, Lightroom account or Lightroom folder catalog. All right. So topic number two today is Apple's M1 devices. Now, I know we've seen coverage agnosium about this. I to the fact or I've started like just not rec- like please don't recommend this content anymore on YouTube on YouTube but I wanted to talk about it from a personal perspective and you know people like us you know I consider myself I do you know yes I do get paid for photography and video work but I still consider myself an amateur in the sense that I'm always learning and also I don't my pictures and videos aren't massive right I don't have you know, 80, 120 gigabyte project files. I mean, sometimes I do, but a lot of times it's talking head stuff like this or, you know, 
product photography or pictures of my family and the stuff I'm doing. So it's, I'm not, I don't think I'm a too demanding um, user of like photography or video work. To the point where, you know, all my video is done on my iPad. So when I heard about Apple coming out with their M1 chip and all that, I was really excited. But I wanted to see, you know, what the reviews were and not just benchmarks because that doesn't make any sense to me. I wanted to see how Lightroom ran in it. I wanted to see how LumaFusion ran on it. I wanted to see how snappy it was, all that kind of good stuff. And it's, it's really good, you guys. I think for people like us, the MacBook air or the macbook pro will be perfectly fine and if you're not a if you're more of a photographer and you're not really into video or you shoot very little video or it's like all on your phone i highly recommend the macbook air like it's it's a device that i've been really really looking at you know the even i wouldn't say the base model because it's only 256 gigabytes of storage but i would say the one terabyte maybe two terabyte model and with eight gigabytes of RAM, like that's all, that's all you would need. I mean, from all the benchmarks I've seen, you, we would be fine with that. Now, because I shoot video and it, you know, I, I think about the longevity of the device, like the cameras are gonna probably gonna get better in the next five, six years if I get a new one. Um, and, and, you know, the files be bigger, that kind of stuff. So for me, I'm looking at getting the, MacBook Pro with 16 gigabytes of RAM and two terabytes of storage, so just mask, maxing it out. And even then, it's not. I mean, it's relative. It's, it's not cheap, right? I'm, I'm, I'm. It's, it's like what I think 2,400 dollars with tax for me, but that's way cheaper than looking at the 16-inch MacBook Pro that I was looking at getting, which was going to be, I think it was close to 5,000 dollars, which is insane already but if i can get a computer that's gonna do everything that i needed to do but better for half the price then yeah like that's i'll take that and really i you know i thought about the the, the mac mini because they all have the same chip i thought about getting <laughs> like maybe only getting like a terabyte of uh, storage and then saving up and getting a mac mini to have as a desktop uh mac i don't know like it's it's crazy how cheap, not cheap, I shouldn't say. It's crazy how good these processors are for Apple's. People are saying like for their first run at this, but you gotta remember they've been doing this with the iPad. Like this iPad here can edit 4K, multi 4K video files and not skip a beat. Like it's pretty incredible. And so if it could do that on here, I, you know, a MacBook Pro, MacBook Air, you know, we're gonna be really good. Now I know not everybody's a, a, an Apple person and I don't think I'm an Apple person. I'm a person who likes, the, the way that I look at these devices, my cameras, my iPad, my computers, anything like that, it's, they're just tools. Right? They really are like, I don't get emotionally attached to the thing, right? It's just a thing that helps me do a thing. For me, it's taking pictures and editing video. And so I want, you know, personally, I just want the best device that I can get that's gonna work the way, it's gonna fit in my workflow, right? I don't wanna change my the way that I work just so I can use a device. 
I like using an iPad. I have an iPhone. So for me, getting a MacBook Pro is a more logical choice than getting a Windows device, not because they're bad, but the way that I like to work, it's, you know, I have a Windows machine. I'm like sitting right next to it right now. And it's a nightmare trying to get pictures or video from one, like the iPad over to the Windows machine or vice versa, right? I'm using dongles and USB drives and everything. Whereas with the iPad and my iMac over here, I just airdrop it and it works perfectly fine. Like it's, it seamlessly works back and forth. So I really like that. And so that's why I'm, I'm an Apple person or I use Apple products, not because I think they're the best products in the world. I, you know, with there are concerns with their new um, products that like you can't run emulate, like you can't use bootcamp on there. Obviously, you can't upgrade RAM. You can, you haven't been able to do that for years now. Um, it's really more locked down. So there is that trade-off. However, at the end of the day, I just want stuff to work. I just want to be able to use what I have for a long time. And the fact that I'm still using a 2017 iPad Pro and it works fine. Like there's. I do not have a problem using this or recommending this still. The only thing I would probably, the only device I'd probably recommend now over this one is the new iPad Air. Um, you know, the 256 gigabyte model I think is good for most people. And I like that one more than this one just because it has USB type C. You know, the lightning cable is fine, but it, if you're transferring large amounts of data, it can take a while. I do that on a regular when I'm, moving these um, videos over or videos from my A7 II, A7, uh, A6100, you know, it just takes a, takes a long time to do that. So having a USB-C port or Thunderbolt 3 port, I think they are, Thunderbolt 2, I can't remember. Anyway, it's, it's much faster than Lightning. So that's, that's the one I would recommend, you know, if you can afford it. If you can't afford it and you're just looking to get the most bang for your buck, I still think... 2017 iPad Pro is pretty good. Like works for me. I have no plans on upgrading anytime soon. But on the back to the computer side, I'm really excited about these these um, new devices. Just because I think for people like us, you know, we don't have to worry about RAM anymore. You don't have to worry about um, SSD speeds anymore. These things are super quick, super fast. And with the MacBook Pro, at least you're gonna get. They say. 20 hours of battery life is probably more like even at 10 11 hours like of photo editing on like a long plane ride once we can do that again that's gonna be really nice i mean really really nice and um i, I do like being light and mobile and i've had this i've had this idea not even like an idea just a feeling of just getting rid of so much stuff right i just i, I just want a light workflow like even this iPad as much as I like it it's a really heavy device especially when I pair with the bridge keyboard and you know I would love to have the iPad the um, sorry MacBook Pro 13 inch with like an iPad mini that is like my perfect combination and keeping this here at the house so if I do when I do edit video I can edit it on here or once the iPad apps are run a little bit better on um, the new M1 chips using LumaFusion on the 13-inch MacBook Pro. You know, it would be nice just to have one device that I can do a lot of the bulk work on, have the iPad mini as, 
you know, I can read on there, take notes on there, but I can still edit pictures and video and all that good stuff if I need to. I can still do it on there. And just having that simplicity, like that's something I'm, I've been looking for and looking forward to. That's the same way with the camera gear, like trying to find gear that A, doesn't weigh a lot. And funny because I have a full frame camera, so those lenses usually weigh more than the Panasonic G9. But the, you know, just getting like a small lightweight um, lenses that can do what I need it to do. Like, they don't even have to be lightweight, but just, you know, I don't need a bunch of prime lenses personally. I think if I had, you know, a couple really good zoom lenses, I can make that work with, of course, a prime lens or two for when I'm doing client like head uh, talking head videos like this, just things like that. So there's my thoughts on the new M1 chip uh, from Apple. I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be good for people like you and I who aren't doing demanding work, but I've even seen people who shoot 8K or 6K um, raw footage from some, one of the Canon cameras and it ran it fine. Like it was, it's, it's pretty impressive. And I think this idea of pro gear versus amateur gear is, I think is going away. Like it's, you know, as a someone who is, would be considered a pro, if I was just shooting um, photography and not doing video, the MacBook Air would be all I need. I wouldn't need anything else, right? But because I shoot video, I think the having the fan in the uh, MacBook Pro is going to be a little bit better for me, especially since if you're rendering out video or anything like that, it will just work better. But even like I'm still on the fence. Like I could see myself getting a MacBook Air and being fine with it. You know. It, even if it takes a little bit longer to render out a video, it'll be much faster than the iMac that I'm using right now. Not that I hate the iMac. It's really nice, but I'm ready for something a little bit faster. All right, so that is the end of episode two. If you haven't checked out episode one, I will have a link uh, if you're watching this on YouTube down below. If you're listening to this on your podcast player of choice, I will have links down in the uh, show notes. If you want to support the channel, please, or this podcast, please head on over to my website, Kwame.me. You will see uh, Amazon links over there to gear that I use, but also just an Amazon link to shop. If you click that link, it is an affiliate link, but anything you buy, I get a small um, uh, commission from it. But that does actually help out because I have something coming, hopefully the next couple of weeks, that was purchased mainly from um, people who bought from that Amazon affiliate link. So I really appreciate that. Uh, head on over to the YouTube channel. If you're listening to this, uh, click on the like and subscribe button. If you're watching that, all that good stuff, you know, but anyways, thank you as always for watching this video. You guys are, or listening to this podcast, I guess you guys are the reason why I do this. So I really appreciate you, your time today. I will see you in the next one or here. You can hear me in the next one. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.